Welcome to Eden and Amadeus, the show after the show. I'm Amadeus. And I am Eden. And today's topic is something that is very well thought out. It's a show about nothing. (laughs) You may be familiar with that concept from Seinfeld, but this particular show about nothing is is really this. We just, we didn't want to go too many days without having a podcast. There's always plenty that you and I can talk about with each other on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just didn't have like a formula for today's podcast. We just had a bunch of stuff we wanted to share. Yeah. So kind of, we really haven't spent a lot of time talking about us, like on our podcast. And I just kind of wanted to see how, th- check in with you. A little check in. A little check in. because I know post hurricane check in for those who are out of town. I know one big thing you've been doing is training for marathons. You want to do a marathon like, what's that thing called where you do like a billion marathons in one day? <laughs> it's not a billion in one day. There are some world majors. There are six world majors. And the whole idea is to get all of the world majors. So there's New York, there's Boston, Chicago, and then out of the United States, it's Berlin, London, and Tokyo. So you've done two of those. I've done New York and Boston. Right. So Chicago is coming up. And you're training for that, but you're kind of you're kind of iffy because you've got some some health things going on. I keep having issues. Like I hurt my back again. Mm. So I keep saying, like the minute I'm I'm too hurt to train, I'm stopping and I'm just gonna bow out. But I think I'm gonna keep going. I don't know. I feel it's. It depends what day you ask me. Yeah. But right now, my flight is booked. My room is booked. I'm signed up. October 8th, I'll be going and running and the Chicago Marathon. And your doctor's okay with you going for this. But your doctor did say after this, you need to take a little break, right? That was actually Boston. The doctor said, go for it and then oh. take a break. Oh, So okay. I did, and I took a break. Okay. And now I'm back at it. And so now you're feeling yeah. okay. Yeah. All oh, right. Ish. And so ish. another thing going on in your life, people don't know, you have two kids. Yeah. And the youngest of which has graduated college and now has moved back home and started her first job. <laughs> How's that going? Like if you guys were empty nesters <sighs> for like a minute. Okay. And now, and your and your and your older child is over a lot too. Yeah, it's a it's a thing. So, yeah, we downsized, and then COVID happened, and they both moved back in from college, mm-hmm. right? So we're in this little house that we're thinking, you know, it's not ideal for four people. It's ideal for two people and guests occasionally. Right. And so all of a sudden, everyone is back. Well, then they left again, and the kid Noah, I call him the kid now, even though he's an adult. He's got a, his own place, but he does come over. The girl child is back home and with no clear intentions on ever leaving. Like saying things like, look at all this money I'm making now that I have a full-time job. <laughs> I can save up for my own house. And I'm oh thinking, my gosh. so there is no plan to like get a place with a bunch of friends and and And, and I, start adulting? And start adulting, right. So that doesn't seem to be like a big urgency for her and that's okay because i'll never regret the time spent right i only regret the fact that i didn't get her like cooking full meals for the family when she was much younger so ah, it became like muscle memory yeah because now it's so, kind of like you gotta cook for us sometimes i'm thinking about you know tim and faith have been talking a lot lately about being empty nesters and how much they love it and they love their romantic time and yeah and then dinner they come night. back though yeah and then like when the kids come over they're like okay don't you have somewhere to be here's the difference when their kids come back and they will they live on a huge property our place is less is like 2000 square feet mm. and we're on top of each other so it's a little bit different but yeah i definitely appreciate these moments because i know they will not last forever that is true but it is it is a tough pill to swallow sometimes when you have 
in your mind that you're going to be an empty nester and then it's over. But another like, great thing, you and your you and your husband are very youthful. Oh. And and I know you know you do a lot with your kids, so that's really nice. It is. I mean, you it guys, is nice. we're cute, aren't we cute? Well, I don't know if I'd say that, <laughs> but you guys are building some great memories. I think so. And you know, when the grandkids come, I think I think you guys have got a great foundation. I think built. we'll be all right. I think so. we're going to be okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about you now. Okay. And uh, first of all, you have been. It's interesting. You have been carrying a curse with you where you visit a place and then a, a hurricane hits it. <laughs> so let's let's discuss. Well, so one of the weird things is I went to Cedar Key for the first time ever on Memorial Day weekend. Um, it's just been on my list of places I want to go as a Floridian. I went by myself, spent three days, had a great time, walked. The place, have you been there before? I have. You know how small it is. It's been it years, is. yeah. It's relatively small. I walked around. The first day I'm like, I've seen the whole thing. But I was committed to staying, so I went to several parks. I went to a really cool cemetery, walked, you know, the whole thing. And then and then uh, Adalia happened, and I see the Weather Channel down there, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Like, I was just there. It seems like yesterday. And then we saw the devastation that happened there. So now I'm wondering, do I need to not visit places? Am I going to be like this curse of the hurricane? It was, it was pretty incredible timing. I mean, yeah. it is strange because just weeks ago, you wouldn't have really had any context when you saw those videos. Right. I and mean, we can all agree that they're disturbing all of the panhandle and uh, beyond. Yeah. Videos of Adalia's ravaging storm winds. It was and crazy. But from where um, the Weather Channel was set up, it was the UF uh, Research Center. And you were right there. And, and yeah, I was right there, like hanging out. So yeah, it was really, really weird. Uh, another thing. I'm really, let me tell you what I'm happy about. I'm really happy the summer movie season's over because I was, you know, I see every movie. I try to see every movie I can, especially to talk about on the radio. But man, for the last few months, it's been like two a week sometimes. And we, I I feel like I've got a breather right now. Yeah. Of all of the movies you saw this summer, let's talk about which one might have been your favorite. So Gran Turismo's way up there. I knew you'd say that. Like I was, that came out of left field for me. I did not expect that to be as good as it was. I'm not a huge sports fan. Uh, I'm a I'm an okay race race fan. And the premise of that is the kid that played video games. Yeah, and then it's, a, it's a true story of a kid that played uh, this uh, simulation race game. Uh, I think it was Nissan that held this competition to find the best simulated simulation racer, and then they put him in a real car. And I haven't checked the facts on what was completely real, but in the movie, I don't want to spoil it, but it's great. Let me tell you something. It is one of the greatest underdog. Like feel good, like you'll you'll just want to stand up. And when I saw it, people were cheering, like they were cheering, like it was a concert. Aww. So it was really really cool. Another one that I put way up there is Little Mermaid, and that was earlier in the year. Yeah, but man, what a great film that was. So you uh, loved it. Critics were kind of met on it, really. On um, Little mean, Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah surprisingly yeah. so. Even though same, it touched a lot of hearts. Same with the Flash. And uh, and the last Indiana Jones movie, mm-hmm. Lo- I loved both of them. I mean, loved them. I got exactly what I wanted out of Indiana Jones, and I got exactly what I wanted out of The Flash, and they just got panned. Well, here's what I think. I think these critics will sit in a movie theater. They're there to study the movie and give their feeling on the movie. You go to the movie for the whole experience. Yes. How did it make you feel? How did the people around you behave? What, uh, you know, like, it's a whole thing. You're not just there to say, like, you know, because I'm picturing a bunch of these critics in a screening, mm-hmm. quiet, mm-hmm. not showing any reactions, taking notes, taking notes. Yeah. And 
and and probably some of them know that it's a little more interesting when you can say something negative. Right. So I just think that it's not a fair evaluation. I would rather hear your reviews any day of the week than read what somebody who went to film school thought about it. I'm a movie lover, and one of my favorite movie experiences ever was we did a screening one time, you know, way back in the day. For uh, what was that movie called? Bring It On, or uh, it was a cheerleading movie. Was yeah. it Bring It On? Yeah. And we did this screening, and we invited uh, several um, high school cheer teams to be at the screening. So I, I was sitting dead center of this movie theater, surrounded by I would say twelve to sixteen year old cheerleaders, and so they loved it. Yeah, bet. And so I, I just feed on that energy. That's why, like, I go, I like to go see like a Disney movie opening day with kids. Or a horror film opening day with horror film fans. Yeah. Because I want to, it is a social thing, even though it's not, you know, I want to feel that energy. And did the movie work? Was it successful with an audience? That's what I'm looking for. Right. And for me, Flash and and, uh, and Indiana Jones both were great. And so was the latest Mission Impossible. Just some, we had some really, really good movies this year. Barbie I was okay with, didn't love it like everyone else does. Oppenheimer, I think, should probably win eight Academy Awards. Just mm-hmm. great. There were some great films this summer. Yeah. We're on par to be back where we were uh, pre-pandemic with the amount of money made over the summer in theater. So that's a real big thing for me. I'm really, really excited about that. Good. But speaking of judging things, it takes me up to another thing I wanted to talk about. Ahsoka is now three episodes in. On Disney+. Plus. On Disney+. Plus, and a lot of these quote-unquote critics are just trashing it. I love this Star Wars series so much. I've seen a lot of Star Wars. I've watched all the series, Xandor mm-hmm. and you know Obi-Wan. Mandalorian. Yeah, all yeah. of those. I've loved those. Um, Boba Fett was not my favorite. It was it was not the best. It wasn't the best. But as a Star Wars fan, I ate it up. But I'll tell you what the problem is. A lot of people are comparing Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka to the, the cartoon version from the Clone Wars and Rebels. It's a very different character. It's several years later. She's a lot more um, serious and a lot less animated. And I don't use that as a literal word, but Ahsoka was much more animated as a young girl. And now we've reached this part of her life where she's more like an Obi-Wan Kenobi than a Luke Skywalker. Plus, this whole show is centered around three strong... Well, I, I guess it's mostly around the two, but there's three very strong female mm-hmm. characters. characters yeah you know there's the general hara harrison doula harrison doula mm-hmm. there's um sabine wren mm-hmm. who's awesome and ahsoka tano ahsoka tano and i like being able to have a conversation where people around me don't even know what language i'm speaking by being <laughs> like did you see when sabine wren and ahsoka tano got on the, the you know <laughs> that's my life for the I last know it's like, your life but i can i it's almost like i just learned spanish and I can now speak the fluently with my, and I know I'm not fluent, but like with somebody that is a good friend of mine that also only speaks that language. It's like nice to be able to be a part of the conversation. It's fun for me too, because we've known each other for a long, long time. And you know, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan for a long, long time. And I would say things, you've probably been rolling your eyes at me for years. I have been years. making fun of you, mocking you. I love to pretend I think you're talking about Star Trek. Uh-huh. I like to like interrupt you and be like, okay, but what did you know, Mr. Spock say about that? <laughs> but but that's not funny anymore, is it's it? It's not funny to me anymore. I'd be insulted. I'd be like, hey, watch your tone, <laughs> Like if I, if I mentioned Uhura, you'd be like, wrong franchise. Wrong fr- it would take me a second, admittedly. I'd be like, oh, wait, which one is she? <laughs> Does she have, is she, is she on the force sensitive? <laughs> 
Okay, so I love Ahsoka. You love Ahsoka. And finally, uh, one thing, one more thing I want to mention. You started watching Suits on Netflix yes. a few weeks before. Um, I have these best friends that I watch TV with every Sunday night, and I go over there. And so we were, we're in between Walking Deads right now. And my friend Bruce said, what do you want to watch tonight? And he mentioned Suits. And his wife was like, is that the one with Meghan Markle? I don't want to watch that. And I was like, I don't want to watch, watch Meghan Markle. I don't want to like her. Oh, my gosh. It's very cute, and she's great. She is remarkable. Yeah. Remarkable. She's adorable, and her character is is just, I don't so know. So likable. So likable. I really, really hope that they reboot this thing and make her the star, and she can kind of get out of that spotlight of the marriage and the royals and the whole drama and maybe just start a whole life as an actress. I think she can hold her own. And I don't Suits, think she needs to be a princess. And the premise of Suits is surprising. I never knew what it was about. Like, they always advertised it. I never knew what it was about. But it is about this genius kid who basically, he's got a photographic memory. He can, he can, he starts out, you're not, we're not giving anything away. This is all in the, like, the first few minutes. Mm-hmm. He, he can take LSATs for other people, which is the law test to get into to law school. And he kind of stumbles into this job working at a law firm. Yeah. And it's his the way his memory works. If you ever like that show Psych, it's kind of like that because he picks up on every single clue and he just, you know, it's more about like, the. I love it. I love it too. Uh, the closest thing I can I can think to compare it is Ally McBeal, which I didn't like, but I love this. I don't know why. I don't know what the difference is, but it's law. It's It's a drama, but it's also very funny and fun. Great characters, just dynamic characters. So mm-hmm. if someone's not watching that or Ahsoka, that's where I'm at right now. Okay. So those are two good things you can be watching because there is a writer's strike. There is an actor's strike. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find anything new. Oh, one more thing. Uh, September 17th. I don't know when you're listening to this, but CBS is going to start airing Yellowstone from episode one, season one. I don't know how they're going to edit it. It might be 30-minute episodes because there's a lot of foul language, but they're going to start from the beginning on CBS on regular primetime TV, September 17th. So if you've missed it, set your DVR. That's what my mom's doing. My mom would never watch it because of the language. So now she's excited about being able to watch it cleaned up a little bit. And obviously this is another reaction to that writer's strike. And, yeah. that, and you know, because we have to bring out whatever we can for entertainment. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the show after the show podcast. And do all the things if you would. Thumbs up, uh, five stars, tell a friend, follow us, subscribe. And, of course, you can find us at 99.9gatorcountry.com or the 99.9 Gator Country app every single week.